Are you ready? I'm ready. John Packman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, downtown, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, go through one light to start looking left. You can't miss us. I'm John Packman, the host. Look for us on YouTube. If you see us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. And wherever else you're listening, do whatever you, you do when you listen to things. I don't know what people do. But anyway, we are here today with sax player extraordinaire, <laughs> Joe Bartolotta, or <laughs> Joe Bart, as people know him, right? That's you. Joe Bart Jr., that's right. Oh, Joe Bart Jr. Well, my what? dad was Joe Bart, so. Nice, nice. Was he in the biz? Oh, yeah, polka, polka music. Oh, re- all right. Well, you know what? Let's talk about what you're doing now that we should know about, if anything, to give us an idea of who you are, and then we'll go back to the beginning. Sure. How about well, that? Well, uh, right now I'm crying because I don't have any work, sure. <laughs> like most musicians yeah, at this he, time. Yeah, you got that right. But uh, I had a pretty long, probably 55 years I've been trying to do this. Wow. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Met a lot of crazy people, a lot of great <laughs> musicians. Yeah. And it's, I hope to continue it as, as long as I can. I was trying to pick up, to play, try to play bass. When it got to the point where I can't blow anymore, you know. Oh, so really? <laughs> but I try to get work. There's a lot of bass players out so there. You, so you're thinking wind power in a race with arthritis. Yeah, that's you're, you're hoping whichever that wins. Yeah. Uh, as long as I don't have stairs, I'm okay. I can get up and down for gigs. It's okay. But yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We'll only take gigs on just one level. That's it. It costs know? more. You gotta have somebody carry the stuff upstairs, especially when they played with this guy. Yeah, right. Dave is... Uh, so you're an, you're an old veteran of Dave. Oh, got 25 years, I oh, guess, really? we played. Huh. Are your Maybe. arms tired? No, my ears hurt, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I used to stand in back of him, the, the speakers. But uh, it was, um, I don't know how many. We played, one time we tried to figure it out, it was like probably 1,500 weddings we had played. Wow. And I used to save matchbooks. Oh, right. It's years sure. ago, everybody yep. had yep. matchbooks. Yep. And so-and-so married, so-and-so on such a day. Yeah. But uh, wow. you know, I lost them over the years. Sure. But uh, we got some stories that we could tell from a lot of different people. I mean, we were more or less the two that stayed in the band pretty much. We had different drummers and different okay. singers and different keyboard players. What was the name, the actual name of this band? started with the Blendairs. Huh. This is, oh, God. Early 70s, wow. 68. Well, I got out, uh, let's see. Yeah. I was with him before I went into service, and I got out in oh, 71. Wow. And um, actually the first, you weren't in the band, the first one, oh, Larry Konowski yeah. was a guitar player. You're talking one. to Dave Kosminski, our oh. fearless. <laughs> I'm just saying in case people don't. Yeah, Dave, don't is, off Dave is in. There's yeah. old one chord Larry, we used to call him. That was it. He just played one chord. And Oh, that's but cool. we did, and then uh, you know, picked up with Dave, and we got. Uh, and you got three chords, three chord three, Dave. They sometimes they used to call him three chords. Sometimes three, sometimes maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he was, uh, you know, couldn't be the guy that came with the uh, weddings. He had the gift of gab to talk to people and put a good band in back of him, and we were uh, pretty sure. busy. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Friday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. You know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Without, what's the most money you ever made playing? 
Not to tell me when or where, but just Man. a dollar amount. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why? What, I, what? I would just... I, you, you know what? I don't know. I actually couldn't... I mean, maybe, you know, maybe 500 bucks, maybe 700, 750, something like that. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I got... <laughs> The most I ever made was at the Portland Fair, believe it or not. Uh, we were supposed to play. We had a, a job Friday night with this band. I played with TL and the All-Stars. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday afternoon, I had a wedding with my band second time around. And then Saturday night, we're supposed to play at the fair, the Portland Fair. And I'll try to make this quick. The Friday night job... It was in Danbury, some bar in Danbury. Sure. Uh, Isaac was a singer, just like uh, James Brown. Sure. We used to do about six, seven of his tunes. And uh, we were playing the gig. Everything's going good. Get done packing up. And we were packing up the B3 and carrying all that back to the truck again. And couldn't find Isaac anyplace. So there was no stage there around the floor. We noticed through the whole night there were a couple of gals right next to him on each arm. And, sure. and we figured, well, he hooked up with them. We'll get his way home. We left. Sure. Saturday morning, you get a call that they found Isaac upstairs in the bathroom. He had died. Oh, no. Uh, so we were, you know, okay, that's what we're going to do. So we were at the job at the Manchester Country Club for their wedding in the afternoon. So we're getting a hold of Dave and tell him, hey, we got nothing for Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't make it. So we're scrambling, trying to find bands to fill in for us. Couldn't find anybody. So my band was only a four-piece at the time. Well, it always was. Um, so they said, geez, we got to have somebody there. Yeah, on right. On the big stage. So we agreed to do it. It was Jerry Pavano on keys, uh, myself on sax, and uh, Joan was singing we couldn't get a drummer. Mm. Couldn't find a drummer to, to come in with us. So Jerry had the, the drum machine. Sure. And we ended up doing that job on that big stage, the three-piece. Luckily, it was October when they have that, and it was cold. There weren't that many people there, but we were supposed to play before the fireworks, which we did. When we played sure. for 45 minutes, and we ended up making almost 300 bucks a piece because they already had the check cut for me. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> take the money and run. Nice. But yeah, that's the most I ever made for a gig. Wow. But it's oh. a it's a crazy business, like everybody knows. Yeah. And there's always stories from. Uh, well, I mean, I think Isaac dying up in the bathroom—that's pretty good. That's well, crazy story. Sounds a bit late. Lady died in the middle of evil ways. Santana's evil ways. Down she went. Oh boy. <laughs> And it's not, it's, yeah, it's sad, but after so many, 25 years, it gets pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. I had somebody die. I don't think I want to say where, probably. I shouldn't say where. But yeah, I had some, we, right. I played a gig. Somebody died on the dance floor. And it was yeah. like we were playing the gig, and there was, oh, what's going on over there? There was a hubbub, and people standing around, mm-hmm. and ambulance took a guy out, and at the end of the night, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And it was like during the first set, whatever happened? Like, oh, he died. <laughs> Oh. Well, they told us so to that tell, was, tell yeah. the people that she didn't. She was 
they were just taking her to the hospital because mm-hmm. she was already dead when they took her. Yeah, yeah, this guy was dead too. Luckily, it wasn't a wedding; it was a a party. Yeah, so yeah. the people there was they didn't care; they wanted to dance. Oh boy, <laughs> it wasn't no big uh, yep big deal with that. Yeah. I guess the craziest thing was we were at the yacht club, Middletown. The bride's sister had made the wedding cake. Okay. So we're playing, and no stage, we're on the floor, and people sure. are like two, three feet away from us. The mother of the bride was dancing and doing, you know, kind of twisting back and forth. And sure. Lost her balance, fell right on the wedding cake sure. on her back, sure. and the legs come out. Yeah. Cake goes down, splat all over the place. Yep. Right in front of me. These things happen. No, I'm trying to play. And I I'm trying to not laugh and yep. trying to play, and it yep. was... They brought it back, kind of squashed together, and cut it up for them. <laughs> I'll take the one without the ass print <laughs> or whatever. No. No, that was the sister of the bride made the wedding cake. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I remember I played a wedding. I <laughs> just, Dave, you could imagine me doing this because I just was not thinking at all. I was playing with Eight to the Bar. We were playing a wedding, and um. You know, we're playing a song. It was like the father-daughter dance or something. And the dude, somebody tripped. You know, they fell in the middle of the first dance. And, of course, me behind the drums, as soon as they hit the ground, I... <laughs> I without think, I just I wasn't bump. thinking. <laughs> yeah. And and Cynthia's like, what you, you know, like, I can't believe you did that. I, it was just instinct. I just, you know, like, sorry, it's all those years at the circus that I spent playing. But, like, she's like, you actually did a... When they fell, which was terrible. I don't know. Instinct took over. I don't know. Just, I got to color everything, you know. The color commentator. But I've been lucky, you know, for as little music training that sure. I've had. Yeah, well, tell was, us about that. Well, I had a year and a half of lessons with Sammy Vinci in his kitchen for three fifty an hour. God, I don't know how I many. I was early 60s, I guess. Why sax? I was clarinet. Oh, okay. I didn't play sax until I got out of service. Okay. And uh, Why clarinet? My father okay. played clarinet and sax. So I got gotcha. He recorded with Walt Solvik and, okay. uh, you know, on the road all the time, sure. singing or playing. And, uh, and this is in Middletown here? In yeah, area? we were in Middletown at okay. the time. And, I live in East Hartford now. I've been there 36 okay. years. So uh, uh, when I got out, I had, I guess we just started playing together, and I bought a saxophone, and I actually didn't take any lessons on it, which shows now, but <laughs> after 50 years, I probably found which notes to push down at the right time. Oh, nice. So, But I, I my reading is poor. I, I played in the big band, John Oban's big band, for oh, wow. six uh, seven years. Oh, wow, cool. And I know the old ones. How I, well, the son was yep. the drummer. Yeah. Yep. Still is, I'm sure. Yep, still is. And uh, how I managed to do that, I, I can never figure that out. <laughs> Luckily, I had... Uh, Don't mess with success. I, I you know what I mean? Don't you know, I guess I got a good enough ear. I'm able to pick up on a lot of stuff right away. Even this music where everybody's got five saxes. Yeah, yeah. And they sit down and play. I never sat down and played before, yeah, <laughs> other right. than high school. But right. uh, so it was uh, interesting. But 
just found, I found, forced you, myself found your to way. do something. Yeah. Then I picked up a flute from a good friend of ours, Johnny Kalinowski. I said, how hard could it be to play a flute? Yeah, right. Yeah. If, uh, you, do you play I, tenor? Tenor, alto, and berry. Oh, wow. Is it, what's the flute? Is the same fingering as approximately as Kind of, yeah. Kind of? That's why you see that, Sideways right? instead of down. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, that's... The only guy that amazed me is uh, Bill Holloman. Yeah, well. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I had any a sense. chance with yeah, trombone or flute. And or sings. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I've done gigs with him where he was the bass player. Oh, or, get or, out. Or yeah. the keyboard player. Yeah, that's right. He plays keys too. I had a chance. They were, it was him and Joe Greco. Sure. Yep. Joe they were Greco doing he's been piano here. and sax. Yep. Two piece. Yep. And uh, they were playing in East Hartford someplace. Like, oh, not yeah. Not far from my house. And I went one night, and you know, it's during the break. I'm talking to him. I said, "Yeah, yeah I, I try to play." So next time I was there, Joe said, "You bring a horn." Oh boy! I says, "Yeah, I got it in the car. I always carry it." He says, "Bring it in." I said, "I'm not coming here with him." Yeah, right. I yeah. pointed to Bill. Bill's a great guy. Oh yeah, yeah. he was very friendly and <clears throat> encouraged me to come out. And it was so I went up. And uh, what do you want to do? I says. He's, you know, A train. I said, sure. So he picks up the trumpet. Yeah, right. right. And yeah, uh, make the sax and the yeah. keyboard. And we, I played the, probably the last three tunes of him. Yeah. Which is, uh, I wish I had a picture of that because he's, he's a great, great player. Yeah, yeah. He's great. It's crazy. When, when I, I play gigs with Bill sometimes, and the fun, the, to me, the funniest part when you watch Bill is the song starts and you can see him trying to decide what he's going to solo on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it could be anything. Like, you'll see him. And then I'm, I'm always keeping, I'm like, what's he going to pick up? And he'll just turn around and, like, pick up the trumpet or the trombone, the trombone. or a sax or a flute. Does he play? He plays flute, right? I, I don't never Actually, saw that, him play flute. All right. But, but it's just funny because you're just probably like, just tired of carrying so much stuff around. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I wonder what made him pick trombone during this song. Who knows? I saw, I, they were at the. Um, Amazing. Wolfston. Oh, yeah. They were playing. And uh, when they got through, I walked up to the stage, and that's the first time I saw the trombone there. I said, what's the matter? you getting bored playing tenor? you yeah, got to yeah. play something yeah, else yeah, and, yeah. and cut somebody else out of work? Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so he started laughing. But yeah. just, you know, amazing. He plays that well. Yeah. yeah. So many things. So yeah. Many, so many, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Instruments. Totally crazy. Yeah. So um, you went into the service playing clarinet. Came out of the service playing sax. How that how that happened? Well, I had uh, a cousin of mine who was a lieutenant, okay. and I was in the Air Force, and I was down in Texas, and he got me an audition with the the Air Force band down there. Okay, which look back at it now was totally useless, but so they were nice to me. They went and they gave me a sheet to play, which I totally blew and. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, I could hear in the background they were rehearsing the band. Now, these guys are all, I was just out of high school. Sure. Just turned 18, probably. And uh, they were masters in music. They played three and four instruments. It was a 25 piece band, sound like 150. Sure. So they, you know, well, if you don't make it into the band, they might, might end up being a cook, you know. And I oh said, okay. So it's, I went into a different field. And uh, well, for four years, I had I brought the clarinet with me, so there were, you know, enough occasions I can 
go off to my own someplace and, and play a little bit and practice. But, but I was keeping in contact with uh, John, the guy in the band, and um, he goes, yeah, I'm waiting for you to come back. You know? So when huh. I got back, I bought a saxophone. My father helped me, went to <coughs> Burrett Music. Okay. Joe D'Agostino and those guys, I don't, I don't think you're around. Then. Yeah, I wasn't around yet. Where? Uh, uh, New Britain. Okay. Yeah. It was right on Main Street, New Britain. <coughs> and uh, I picked up a Selmer. Yep. Cheap. Sure. Let's see, 19, it was October 71. Wow. I know that because I still had the thing inside the case, the, the slip. And uh, I played that horn for 50 years. Whoa. And that's cool. Luckily, I had Joe Verillo was uh, one of the repair guys down there. I knew him well for many decades. Yeah. And he's the only one who ever worked on the horn. If oh, I wow. had any trouble, I'd bring it to him. Hey, that's cool. I'd bring him a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Red. Yeah. And he was yep. happy. He'd do anything, yeah. fix it, line it up, do this. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he, uh, he came down with pancreatic cancer. Oh, boy. Didn't want to tell anybody. He was kind of keeping it secret and sure. stuff like that. So I, I'd go up to the store quite a few times. Would go in the back and, and shoot the shit for a while. And uh, so I could see he wasn't well. Mm. So while I was in there, a guy come walking in with an alto, just carrying it loose, no wow. case or nothing. Yeah, yeah. He goes up, what do you give me for this? And uh, Joe's looking at it. He says, hey, I'll give you 100 bucks. So I said, oh, good. Well, gives him 100 yeah, bucks. Sure. Now, <coughs> some people won't know anything about this, but it was a, a Naked Lady series alto, a CG con. Well, no, horn, very sturdy horn, great horn, sure. actually. Needed a lot of work to it, you said. Uh, I go, you know what? I says, do what you got to do, fix it up. I'll take I'll buy it. Oh, cool. It was a horn. It's probably about a $2,000 horn. I said, oh, do it, you know. So it took him a while. He was sick. So it took him like three months. I got a call, and uh, he goes, Joe, you got to come up. The horn plays like butter. He goes, it's pretty. You got to try it, you know. So I went up to the, they were in Suddington at the time. And uh, horn, it's a very heavy horn, a little horn. I found out it was 1941. Okay. It was uh, manufactured. And to this day, I still use it. It's oh, a, wow. It's a great, it's Somebody keys are like not in a position like the later ones come out oh, more okay. user friendly. So it them. changed the so well it just some of the positions over the where years. the side keys are and stuff are yep. not used to hitting until you start keep playing it for a while. And uh, when did the shift great. come? There, it's so this is a forty one. Yeah, I mean they the even the the ring holes to hold a saxophone. Nor, now the ones if you let them go they'll kind of hang. In oh, I middle. see. This right. one here was in the lower position. I and got gotcha. you. Maltese would hit you in the face, you know, if you let go of it. So it, the instrument slowly evolves. Yeah, they found little closer yeah, positions, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's quicker to oh, hit that's things. Cool. Is it still and changing? Uh, Are horns still changing? Or I, well, you I haven't bought one since yes, then. I, uh, <laughs> the reason I said 50 years is. Right. Uh, well, I guess <clears> it's two years ago. I'd just pick up a brand new horn now, and, they were, and you were like, I. This well, I bought one. I bought a. Uh, I did some research on it. Previous Selmer players that I've always had a Selmer. Sure. And uh, well, just before that, I had he had called me. Wanted Dave called me. Wanted to know if I wanted a Barry saxophone. Okay. 
I said, geez, I don't I said, I don't want a student model. I said, no, no, it's a professional yeah, yeah. model. Yeah. The lady, the, the parents bought it for their girl, mm-hmm. Portland High School, I guess, played it a, a year, yeah, yeah. put it under the bed. What's the difference, if I may ask just for a moment, because I don't know much about horns, difference between student model and professional? <clears throat> quality of the yeah, metal? It, it, I mean, it depends on the player, too. I'm sure like, if Holloman picked up a student model, he wouldn't even know the difference, probably. But, right. Uh, it, it's, it's a better-made horn. I think it, they, they put a little more effort to it when they yep. make it and knock them out as much. Because I had my first alto was a, a, a Bordeaux French horn. That was a couple hundred bucks. So is that inexpensive or not? A couple bucks. bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's don't. cheap, man. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't know what. what well, like so this is in '71. That Somer I bought, I paid just under 500 bucks for it. Okay. Uh, I bought a. The the baritone was a Yamaha. Okay. And so they brought it to the store here, and I opened it up. It's like brand new, not a dent, scratch. Nice. Now new, they probably go because the student never practiced. That's why they quit. Oh Perfect. yeah, I mean it's the case, <laughs> a beautiful, nice hard case, <clears throat> sure. and they go seven, eight thousand dollars. Whoa! And the late, this is the Yamaha sixty-two. Is and Dave says, "Ah, just give me six grand." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I picked it up for a song actually, figuring I know enough people. If I didn't want to continue with it, right, you could I can it. dump it off and make a grand out of it. Sure. I only paid four thousand for it. Sure. So, uh, uh, and it played really easy. It was a beautiful horn. And at the time, you ever played Barry before? At this no, point? no. Uh, Is that similar to? Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. It's actually less air than playing a, an alto or a tenor. Okay. It's it's weird the way that it works. But I was playing with a band, Big Six, and we were doing some uh, Tower Power and Chicago sure. stuff. And I was the only horn, but the keyboard player was uh, uh, Lenny, and he's great with the horn lines on, the, on yep. the keys. So we did a lot of horn lines together. So when. Uh, when I'm figuring out, should I put the money in to have the the Selmer redone again, or get a new one? So yeah. I did some research and looked it up, and uh, I decided on a Yamaha. Cool. So I got this Yamaha EX875 Custom. Nice, very nice one. Took when it came in. Now we took it out of the box. It was still in the plastic. Whoa. Didn't need any adjustments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I said, oh, my God, it's beautiful. So I kind of slowly yeah. backed the Selmer out, and I was using the yeah. the Yamaha more, and uh, it plays real easy and nice. But I feel bad about the Selmer. I was thinking I'd get it, I'll have it redone, and maybe sell it. I don't know. I'll see. But Who works on horns now? Uh, Dave's got a guy in the store that I, I oh, had okay. some work done with it, cool. and a uh, little tweaking here and there. But you know, overhaul is a pretty big job for a horn like that. Yeah, and you got to know what you're doing. It's not. I would imagine. And I know John Ball does that too. He's a great player too. Yeah. But I haven't been up since Joe died in the store, and everyone back to the store again. Yeah, so I hear you. We had the same kind of thing as drummers around this area. We grew up with a couple of good shops. There was creative music oh, yeah. <clears throat> in Weathersfield. Yeah. And it was that deal. I would be on the road, I would come in, and there was a dude, John Carter, I mean, um, 
Oh no. Oh no, I'm drawing a blank. Um but yeah, you would you would go up there and um it'd be like, Hey, can you put throw new spurs on this bass drum and yeah, hey, take it out into the workshop and then you go, What do I owe you? Just go get me a pack of cigarettes at the store. Oh, you know, it was like you were saying, like your guy yeah, like try that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants their peace, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mark Carter. I was thinking oh. John Carter. There was a, some, and someone else. Yeah, Mark Carter. He was the dude up there. I mm -hmm. saw. Uh, they used to have downstairs a creative. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, clinics. Used to be yeah. drum clinics down there. Um, yep. Tower Powers guy. Uh, David Garibaldi. Yes. Yep. He oh, was yeah. down there. Sure. And we went down a, a couple of drummer friends of mine, yeah. and we were sitting. Well, yeah. Just far. It was oh, just yeah. him. Yep. His whole set. Yep. It wasn't his set. I'm sure they gave. Yeah. Him sure. And giant speakers to use, so oh, he yeah. can, and everybody say, "Oh, play squib cakes, do squib yeah, cakes." Yeah, so yeah. He goes, "Ah," <clears throat> but he finally did it after. But just amazing drummer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it. The yeah, things, he was showing things like um, he was doing four different things: sure. left hand, right hand, right foot, left foot. And he goes, "Now I'm going to what the left hand's doing. The right hand's going to do." And then what the le right hand's doing, the left foot's going to do, yeah, yeah, the yeah, left yeah. Foot's and just oh, do a circle man. of the thing. Crazy. And with no effort at all. Yeah, and sure. Looking sure. at like, how the hell is he doing that? But yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what you do for a living, you know. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I, he was, um, I think probably when I was really young, before I even heard Tower Power, he had a column in Modern Drummer, which was something that we, there was a, like the only drum magazine you could, you could read when mm -hmm. I was coming up. And he had a column, and it would be stuff stuff like that. And I would always be like, "Who is this dude?" <laughs> you know. And then I got older and heard Tower Power. I was like, "Oh, okay." okay. Man, they're still yeah, going was, strong, boy. Yeah, yeah. It was where I learned the word permutation. He would take a pattern, you know, that would be like, you know, a certain phrase that would be phrase in sixteenth notes, and then just move everything over one sixteenth. It was kind of like what you're saying, you know, like permutations of. A yeah, thing, like read something ahead. Or yeah, so like what you're saying that he would play something and move it permutation from one limb to the other. So it was just like you're basically going over every combination that there could yeah, be. Yeah, well, no effort. Then. I came in fat and think about that, try to do that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm not a drummer either. But well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a, definitely not in that league. That's why he's David Garibaldi. You know what I mean? Like, you realize you're like, oh, well, that's why he's him. I could do that. I'd be Dave, I'd be David Garibaldi. <laughs> Welcome to the David Garibaldi podcast. I'm yeah. your host. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely one of the greats. But yeah, creative. We were lucky. And then there was dynamic up in Manchester, which I didn't get to until years later. But there was another drum shop up that way. Art Benson, and he did clinics oh, too. Yeah. He was, I was awesome. There. I went yeah, up with a, with a drummer friend of mine. We went up to yeah get stuff. Yeah, and he, he had clinics, too, a lot. Actually, again, um, the guys that I grew up with, you know, playing drums with, with Dave's band and stuff, sure. uh, they all kind of retired and got married. And uh, kiddingly, I was talking to John Latimer, a friend of mine, and he's redoing his house, and his wife was complaining, get these damn things out of here, taking up too much room. Yeah, yeah. a Yamaha kit, nice kit, beautiful. Next thing I know, yeah, can you keep these for me over here at your house? Yeah, yeah. I said, well, 
Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of spare rooms, yeah. I'll take them. You know, two months, six months, a year. He goes, you know what? He just keep them. He said, I was going to give them to him. I will anyways. He says, cool. I'm not playing. She don't want him back. It's yeah. going to take up too much room. So there they are. Is he still there. alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just we saw him last week. Yeah. But he was do you, play, do you play him sometimes? I, I got to get Brian to come and set him up. Yeah, right, I'm right, not right, sure yeah. exactly how to do him, but plus I got to make room in a spare room because I've got speakers and, sure. and monitors and all that stuff. Uh, I used to bring a, a – we played at Sunrise Resort for 14 years every Monday and Saturday for the whole summer. Oh, wow. Where was that? In Moodis. used okay. to be Ted Hilton's. Okay, yeah. Then it was Sunrise and – uh, Frank Davis, who was okay. Uh, so this was the circuit back then. Well, it was the like three resorts. Yeah, Claire Crest. Uh, I see. Banner and Lodge. we played there off Banner Lodge. We played Banner Lodge with Dave six nights a week. I think that was. Oh wow! All summer. Uh, that was fun doing the Saturday nights. We used to bring in a, either a comedian or a magician sure. or a singer yeah. or from. They were on that circuit from the Catskills, and okay. they'd, you'd hit, and they'd come, would be at, have like a crash 20-minute rehearsal with the guy, and he's bitching, oh, wow. he's bitching and screaming, I'd yeah, come yeah, out yeah. this godforsaken place out in the yeah, middle of sticks, you know? yeah. and he walks up on the stage, hey, it's great to be yeah, yeah, here yeah. in Buddhist <laughs> Connecticut, you know? yeah, yeah. but that's, that's the act. <laughs> yeah. We used to ask people, why in the hell would they come here every year for two weeks, because we were there a long time. And a few from New York. Yeah. And they say, we never see any trees. Right, right. We're here but to them, Moodis is like... Oh, it's a in novelty. the wilderness, yeah. Can you imagine? Well, okay. Welcome to Moodis. <laughs> Great. Stay in a cabin. Yeah, well, that's cool. You know, I guess they got to... I wonder if Jack Mathers is still alive. He was the MC there. Oh, really? And uh, he worked there in the summer. In the winter, he was doing the cruise ships in, out of Florida. Wow. He was a... Quite a guy, a comedian type of guy. But wow. Showbiz. This is show business we're talking about. Sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I used to work all, I'd have to, I, those jobs were late, you know, like mm -hmm. nine to one, some of them. Sure. I'd get up and go to work every day. Oh, wow. And I wasn't just playing. Okay. I was working out. Okay. Wow. And uh, I guess I was young and foolish, you know, I'm old and foolish, but wow. I don't think I could do a double header anymore, but. Right. I can't even do a single. I can't even do a header if half the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> even four-hour jobs are kind of four hours. Or three hours is plenty. You know, I want to do that. Plus, nobody wants to pay either. That right. was the, the last band I was just with uh, now about a month ago. Mm -hmm. I was with them for two years, but just just beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. And we lost like six, seven jobs like sure. everybody did. So, but we were still rehearsing every week, and uh, it's a good band. Had two great female singers sure. up front. Uh, they were six piece, and then I was the seventh. But uh, it just wasn't financial. Yeah. No, they they we did a, a recording at the Telefunken Studios. Okay. Yeah. And uh, put on a decent video. It's still out there now, and uh, the work just didn't come in. You know, he was expecting some corporate jobs and yep. bigger weddings with yep. more money. Uh, so I was, uh, what do you say, the last one in, first one out? Yeah. And that was me. We 
did yeah. a job and so we just you know there's not money there I yeah, yeah I'm just I'm i know what you mean no i mean i you know i uh i saw the the, the, <coughs> the, the demise too you know of a certain amount of whatever so i'm just uh waiting for the next round to come yep. around when did uh when did Moodis close? Like when does that? When did that happen? Did all all oh that happen God. at once? Like you're doing that scene? They were bought. The the state bought it, all that property, and they were going to make an RV park out of it. Okay. But it never happened. It just wow. I mean, a huge Olympic size swimming pool. And, um, this is a, you know a nice place. Sure. The cabins are kind of run down and smelly, but I don't know if you ever hear Cuckoo the Clown? No. From TV? No. <laughs> That's right. You probably, he was a pretty famous clown, and he was like the entertainment director there. Oh, okay. And he was literally Cuckoo. Cuckoo the manager. Oh, God. He was. He used to get the kids to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning with pots of pans and go through the, the cabins. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Waking people up, but Cuckoo the clown. Yeah, howdy doody show. The who? Yeah, howdy doody show. Oh, howdy. Do oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That was that was him. So Cuckoo yeah. would be kicking it in Moodis. <laughs> wow. And then we, well, he kicked too. We went to his funeral. Oh boy. <coughs> he was old, old guy. Almost old as me. Jesus. Cuckoo the clown. Getting up there, but huh. crazy. All right, well, uh, let's see. So, all right, well, let me ask this. What is your, what horn do you prefer? Like, what are you most comfortable with at this point? Well, the tenor, naturally. But right, that's kind of home base. I enjoy switching off of the berry because it just, it just plays so easy. It yeah, can, yeah. It does a lot of crazy things with it. Yeah. I, at one point, I was playing the tenor and the alto together same time sure just the like the roll the crook type of thing but uh i was imagine that it's tough see to bill holloman do that huh oh i'm sure he could yeah he probably he could. just doesn't want to yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know, you're limited to what you can play you only have like like six seven notes on each hand i bet you david garibaldi <laughs> could play both horns at the same time <laughs> you know what i mean you play imagine two that. drum sets at the same time yeah 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 that's cool but I, I missed the, um, well, I played with Dave in, the, in uh, uh, Jason Smith Quintet. Uh, that's a story in itself. The name came from John. The drummer was cheating on it. He went to go take a test for somebody else in college where you can go in. They just have a monitor there, and you come in, sign your name, and oh, you're okay. taking a test. So they don't know that. But the guy that was monitoring knew John, so he couldn't put his name, so he put Jason Smith on the thing, and he oh. told us about it, and next thing you know, that was the name of the band, Jason Smith. Oh, that's cool. The, the fake yeah. the fake <laughs> test name. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember how to spell Dave it. Dave K, man. You just should have signed it Cuckoo the Clown. I just would have signed that, <laughs> take the test. For Probably got more work. Yeah. But we worked, <laughs> oh, God, we worked a lot. I mean, well, you're talking back in the day when that was, you played Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. and Sure. Kiwanis, elks, moose, all the animals. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah. I guess those are the good old days, I guess, right? Well, even the beer fest, you know, that was the craziest, craziest time. But 
it just got out of hand with people having accidents after getting sued. Oh, and in I order see. to have a beer fest, you, somebody got to sign on the dotted line. Right, if something right. happens, you're right. responsible. So, sure. yeah, bullshit, I ain't doing that. Yep. Nope. And next thing you know, it's they all died out. So. Yeah. I don't think so. He's Dave asked did eight to the bar do beer fests. I don't think so. Doesn't ring a bell. Although who knows? I forgot more than I remember. I, I would think. Why, they what was that did. scene like? Well, they used beer to fest. have. I don't know how many kegs of beer they have. Forty. Yeah. Right. Fifty kegs of beer to Fire go through. And, and yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I guess that's asking for trouble. I guess right. Yeah. Have everybody drinking all day and then hitting the road. I remember eight to the bar. We played it in Cromwell at the, the Pumpernickel Pub. I don't know. That was it's where Chicago time. Sam's is now. Oh, okay. Uh, That's the first time I saw them. And I don't remember what that was. Phil Negro, he was the sax player. Paul there. Negro, yeah, Paul, that was before Paul, Paul. me. That was before me. Yep. And he had three girls up front, so you got Cynthia yep. and two other girls. Yeah. And, that was uh, before my time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, they had they had three, three uh, women out front when I joined. Yeah, it was like the Andrews sisters, yep. swing music, great yep. music. Oh my god. Yeah, that was the, that was the thing. And that's Holliman. the first time I saw Bill Holloman. Sure. Because back then, because I don't know if he was going out one of the, the blondes or not. Anyways, he was taking a solo, and they were following him around with a cord yeah, mic, yeah yeah holding the mic in front of him while he's yeah, walking yeah, yeah. around yeah back in the day <clears throat> yeah when legends were made <laughs> back then yeah before wireless oh, yeah. microphone yeah oh, it's God. simple as that yeah as soon as they invented the wireless then you could fire the one girl <laughs> one girl singer that, that that was the end of that you know well eric eric coon is playing bass for them now yeah, that's true. He was, yeah. he was, he was here. We had him here. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty He's early a crazy on. guy. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. He was in with Dave and I for oh, about a while. Yeah. I didn't even know he was a Wesleyan graduate. He's a lawyer, too. Yeah. Imagine that. And he's uh, kind of a, a funny, quiet guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we used to have fun playing. So tell me, uh, tell me some of the funniest Dave stories. What do you got? One time. Oh God! I have one. I have I have a memorable one. Christmas. Go first, yeah. Christmas party at St. Coleman's in Littlefield Church. Okay. Year. Oh God. I, I have yeah, right. a while ago. Decade. Well, he was. Young enough to jump up on the table, so oh, okay. So the sixties, <laughs> it was a while. <laughs> so I, I'm not even sure if we were playing Christmas music or what, but uh, he's had a habit of walking off the stage and doing things. And uh, the singer at the time, Joan, uh, was singing on the stage. Next thing you know, she gets hit with a shirt, and you know, yeah, and then it's him. Oh wow! You no know, shirt sure on. Oh, nice. Then yeah. off come the pants, and he has no. these red, bright red satin underwear. Oh, nice. Christmassy, very Christmassy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. And sure. uh, he's running around in his underwear. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so you can imagine trying to play like that. Ruining some, ruining everybody's Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Every year at the week, this is a fire department Christmas party. Yeah. The week before oh. we would do their Christmas party, I would get a package in the mail with underwear in it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so Dave is saying, you, I don't know if you want to get on the mic. So this would be Dave's annual gig. So every year he's getting ready. So he would pre-order, get his underwear they ready. Yeah. Oh, oh, they would send them. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. So they would. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's cool. Where was the? Uh, we were playing the leader of the pack, and you came in on a motorcycle. All right, wait a minute. Find out three. Okay. Dave's Dave's getting on the scene. Uh oh. Dave's on trouble. the mic. Yeah. We were playing. Uh, Are you sure, Dave? I don't know. I'm like three right, or four. Yes. Yeah. There oh, I am. Four. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Hey, Dave's here. Yes. Yeah, we were. Uh, uh, we used to do the the Killingworth Fire Department. Oh, Killingworth, that's what it was. Oh, and uh, <laughs> and they had their uh, they would have their annual Christmas party in, in in the gymnasium of the school. Sure. So we had to. I would always come up with different things to do, but anyway, so we, we were learning this song, the the leader of the pack. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> so I, I borrowed a buddy of mine's motorcycle. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're in there, and the janitor turns out all the lights, okay? And then I rack it with, with the headlight on, with Joan on the back of the bike. Nice. Okay, while the band is playing leader of the pack. Nice. And Joan's yelling in my ear, don't you dare dump this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, then you throttled it and went through the wall. <laughs> Just like crazy. Oh, man. But yeah. That's that was, cool. That, that was always fun. Yeah, leader of the pack. Here he comes. And there you know, go. the uh, Hawthorne Inn, we're doing a wedding or something. It must have been a wedding because we weren't in the lounge. We were in, the, we were in the big rooms. Yeah. And you jumped up on the table and broke the table. Yeah, I, I ended up having to buy the sent, table. They sent you a bill. For oh, the oh, table. <laughs> broke on the table. That gig was free. And he didn't drink or smoke or anything. Well, he know, gets excited. Was always trying to keep us in line. Come out during the break and banging on the van. Come on, we gotta go. <laughs> I I remember playing. I know you might you might even been on this gig. I'm sure he was playing a, a gig with Dave, and he pushed his hernia back in in the middle of the show. <laughs> he's playing all of a sudden. He's like, Ooh. I go, what's the matter? Goes, that, that hernia. Push it back. Oh, much better. Next, finishes the job. Like, pushed it back. I'm like, wow, that's that's tough. That's a tough guy right there. I I, I would have went home. You know what I mean? He's just not. Just give me a second. Hold on. Let me just tuck this in. Yeah, wait a minute. You know? I, I yeah, you got some duct tape? Give me some. You know what I mean? <laughs> just wrap it around. Yeah. I can't. Well, we, we were probably together well, at least 25 years, I think. We played well, all of that. different wow. weddings and parties and bands. Crazy. And I don't think I ever missed a job or, or did no. he. I played a couple of times pretty sick. Where I was leaning up, we used to have the the four ten columns sure. on yeah. each side of the stage, and I'd be leaning up against a column with my head against the speakers, and not even realize I was trying to play. Sure. But uh, actually, the first job I missed, I was playing with the Cypress All Stars, and I had a cough that I couldn't shake, and uh, I got Johnny Russell and my harmonica. He filled in for me, but that was probably the first job that I missed. Wow. And. Well, I've been playing since so okay. 50, 55 years. Yeah, right, guess, right. So yeah. you got to learn something after doing that. Yeah, I guess. That's a, I, my biggest regret is not learning how to read music well. Oh, really? To, oh, yeah, I wish I could. I mean, you'd be able to do so many other things. Huh. 
that I just didn't have the opportunity or I was too afraid to tackle it because what if they throw a book in front of me? What am I going to do? Yeah, right. If they played it once for me, I could probably pick it up. That yeah, was, right. Well, that's a good thing about it. Some but people are like that. Oh, remember, we did one gig, one gig at the fair. We had to back the coasters. And oh, I love oh, the, yeah. I love the coasters. And they have, I know every coaster song, every one of them. I've got, I've got a picture of them standing on the front steps of the store here. Okay. Oh, we, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, but they we had to rehearse. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they had a whole book. They come in. Yeah, yeah. Joe came in and played the tune without. Yeah, yeah. Reading the chart. And a lot of that's well, King I, Curtis. I a lot of that early so stuff is all King Curtis. You know, Charlie Brown and yeah. Love Potion number yeah. nine. Yeah. 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 That that was that was so cool. And then Joe played the played the licks like <laughs> note for note. And, and they were like, Oh hey. hey yeah. They came Did you pretend that you were reading it? Or just pretend, just like look at it. I usually play when my and I'm looking down or at my neck of my saxophone sure. never because we were playing one job and my aunt and uncle were there and they were Dancing by me several times, you know, I never even know that they were there. Take a break, and they go walk on. He goes, hey, what are you guys doing here? And we yeah, walked right. by you ten times. You know? Well, that's where you didn't see uh, Dave Shirk coming. It's the same, the same <laughs> deal. She was You're on, looking down she was, all of a sudden. She was first, and I was next. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the coasters, they came in that caddy. looked like it had gun, gunshots or, yeah. or bullet holes in it. Oh, the yeah. coasters? It was, oh, my, oh, yeah. they all came where in one they, car. Where'd they come from? Came out of New York. Okay. They came out of New York. And then, uh, and what year was this? <laughs> oh, this is uh, late seventies or oh wow, 80s. okay. Yeah. And there was another gig we played, okay, mm-hmm. with um, oh god, um, who's who's the Lost Planet Airman? Ca- uh, Commander Cody. Commander Cody. Yep. Okay, Commander Cody played at the fairgrounds. I sure. Did, I did sound for him up there. We oh, were boy. playing, but he comes in with this ratty old Cadillac DeVille. Okay. Yeah. Right. With, <laughs> and he says, where's your keyboard? He says, in the trunk. So he opens up the trunk. He has his keyboard, okay, yeah. wrapped in a blanket. Sure. <laughs> he, hey, protected he, it. He pulls, hey. he pulls the keyboard out. There were like four keys missing on it. Oh, boy. Okay. He goes to plug it in, and the cord is broken. I had to give him a cord. But, oh, man. Oh, my. But he tore it up. But yeah, he, sure. He, he tore it up. He's like, I'll get there. Somebody you know? will have whatever I need. Somebody yeah. will fix it. Well, Jerry was like that, too, with his Farfisa. Oh, yeah. He used to play with his foot. He'd pick up his foot and his heel running across oh, the keys. Oh, I see, yeah, and then break it. And then every the now and then it would stop. He'd kick it on the side, and it would start playing again. Oh, boy. And it, we, used, we used to just yep. see if we get through the job with this, you know, yeah. playing that. Yeah, that's funny. He was, he was uh, um, he's an excellent B3 player. Mm. I mean, he had one, a, a Hammond B3, in his mother's living room with a doily and plants on it and mm-hmm. stuff like yep. that. So when I was with uh, <clears throat> TL and the All-Stars, uh, he decided we were going to use it. So he took it to Goff and he sure. was doing it. Yep. I think it cost him almost five grand. Oh, wow. To get everything get back, road ready. fix the Leslie and everything. Yeah, that's crazy. So we were cutting that thing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I put the lift gate on my truck. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, right. I'll haul right. that B3. Yeah, I hear you. And haul that B3 up the back staircase of the oh. Russian lady. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I wonder if my back hurts. I don't know. Yeah, right. Years ago. Well, even that piano, you had the kidney-shaped grand piano we used to a, carry around. A Yamaha CP70. Yeah. Yeah, I remember <coughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, the, with the real harp section on it. Sure. That yeah. thing was having two road cases. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was just like crazy. Uh-huh. We used to get the job two and a half days before it was just to set the damn shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. 
All right. Well, you know what? We're coming down to home stretch, so I'm going to ask the the wacky questions. Uh oh. Or the ending questions, I should say. I didn't do it. He did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for. That's it. That's. The <laughs> uh, What's next? Are you a consistent practicer of your instrument? Would you no, say? No, I just you just kind of wing it. When I, I never when I was playing regularly. Yep. I did practice. I had to learn different tunes and, and sure. try to hear the horn lines in different songs. And I I regret that. I, I, matter of fact, my horn is sitting up right in the living room in the stand. So I'm, the TV's here and the horn is right there. And I keep looking over it. I got to get up and just play a couple of notes. That's all. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to start playing. Next thing you know, an hour yeah, goes yeah. by. Sure, sure. But uh, I've got so much time now to do it. And I've got to do it. It's just, but I have no incentive because. Yeah, I'm I know. Playing to myself. I hear I, you. I know. Right there with you. Um, Desert Island album, or two, or three. Desert. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you were trapped. Oh. Up, <laughs> the concept. Desert. Yes, Desert. it's a place Desert. barren of barren. vegetation oh. with sand. Okay. No, if you were uh, trapped on it, if you could only listen to a handful of albums for the rest of your life, are there any that you could choose? that you would not get sick of or will help to define your tastes for us. Actually, Buddy Rich. Any yeah. big band. I was never yeah, sure. a, a Jimi Hendrix or a okay. Beatles type right. of guy. I right. never bought any of their albums or cassettes or CDs, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call them now. But, uh, but I was uh, Maynard Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Those type of bands. Big band. Then Tower Power. Was, sure. That was the... my. That would be my go-to if I yeah, had yeah. listen to anything for any length of time. So. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Uh, that's acceptable. That's the correct answer. You are correct, I guess. Huh? Do I get anything for that? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you do. You're going to get a mug. You're oh, get, get out, really? Yeah, yeah, and it's got my face and name on it. So oh, great. Merry, you know, good Merry Christmas. Good for you. I wonder what kind of noise that makes when it breaks. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's find out. i got to listen to that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. see you, John. Uh Favorite food. I don't know why I find that interesting. I just wow. no one ever talks about food. Well, you can see me. It's yes. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite food. Yes, <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. I, there's nothing I don't like. Really, you oh, like I, Brussels sprouts? Oh you yeah, like, I love that. Oh really? Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. My wife likes everything, but I'm trying to think of the handful of things she doesn't like. Sushi is probably the only thing I never really give it a chance. But okay. it kind of makes me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, no sushi. Far out. Okay. Is there anything you want to add before we get on out of here? Um, One last Dave. I mean, once you hear about Dave's underwear, there's no stories left, yeah, really. That's, that's, top about of, that's the top of the yeah, list. that's about it. Rode a motorcycle into the gig. Was he fully clothed when he did that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I think he did that with them hats on, the oh, yeah. leader to pack things. I sure. Mean, jeans and sure. Yeah, yeah. So every all year you're waiting. I think. Did like, you what am I going to do this stage? year? No, no, no. I rode it around the, the gymnasium. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a high stage. Yeah, leader of the pack. A, yeah, there he goes. Oh, God. That was. It's well, never. It's always yeah, how can you not? I mean, I would have done something like that. <laughs> you know? You just thought, oh, well, they didn't expect great. it. That's for sure. The people that were there. Yeah. Or the red underwear, red satin underwear. That was. Except for the people that sent it to him. Like oh, you say, the firemen would send him the draws and go, he ain't going to wear these. The women, the women's auxiliaries to send it. Oh, oh, this might be more than we need to oh, know. Oh, there was that time we played that wedding in New York. 
on the boonies out there. And uh, oh it was a, a volunteer fire department upstairs gig. Sure. And uh, uh, they were drinking. I mean, they were drinking, drinking, drinking. And they're all volunteer firemen, most sure. of their wedding party. Sure. The women there with gowns on, but they're, you know, sitting in the chair with their legs spread. You know, sure. Drinking the beers. The right. damn fire alarm goes off. So and none next, of them know what to do. Well, yeah, yeah. They ran downstairs. <laughs> There's a fire truck pulling away. The They're in their tuxes, shirts, and swinging around. Time to go. Just like they're Keystone cops, you know. Wow. So there we are, stuck with all the women. Sure. Because all the guys left. Wow, what a bummer. So I don't know how many Sounds awful. line dances we played. Yeah, yeah. And then they wanted us to play over an hour. Sure. And we have $100. No, no, 200 No, 300 Hey. No. I said, if they're offering that kind of money, they're sh- too shit-faced. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah, they don't know what they're saying. Plus, we were a long way away still out in New York. So Yeah, you're like, we've got to get back. We just we packed can't. up and got out of there. Wow. All the angry. One of the many stories. There's thousands sure. more. Ran you out of town. <clears throat> All the angry, deserted, volunteer fire department <laughs> women running you out of town. Well, they, I mean, it was typical. Uh, had a container of pork and beans and... Chicken, sure. you know, the old buffet-type yeah. style weddings. Everybody drank and ate till they couldn't stand. Sure. And now it's got to yeah. don't right. feed the band. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get out of here. The fun's over? That's well, it? Well, there's only so much fun you can, that we can take. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, starting to come back to me a lot of stuff. How much time you got? We, oh boy! Uh, <laughs> well, you, got, you know, if you could tell a quick one, you know, if you got, if you got, a, you got, you know, we got maybe five minutes. A quick you, one. Yeah, if you want to. Oh. Is there a? You know. I think. No, uh, yeah, we can save it for the next time. Make a list. Yeah, yeah, make a list. Down. Well, that what you know. That's what I'm thinking too. Is um, I always say this, but I got we got okay. New Year's resolution. You heard it. Okay. Get our act together. So I want to have a couple of different shows. I want to have these shows that are just a straight interview. And then I want to have gig stories. I just want to have, you know, just like now that we know who you are, if you want to, and then just gig stories. And those are the ones where we can swear. We'll we'll put a disclaimer and those will just be like, (laughs) let it fly. You know what I mean? Like it'll just be gig stories. So you think about that. Make a list. Oh. Yeah, of well, the that stores. was a wedding at the we'll, old Moose Club we'll where do that one. people just got married and the bride comes out. The groom had no shirt on. Sure. And they're just screaming at each other. They just got married. Like, yeah, right. Hours ago. Yeah, sure. And uh, why did I marry you? you oh, boy. Bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Already a mess. The first thing I said to him, I said, we get paid already? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. So <laughs> oh, boy. Was it a check? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that can happen. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. All right. Joe Bartolotta, yeah. right? That's I said me. your name right. Yes. That's you. All right. Sax player extraordinaire. Hmm. Uh, can't read. Didn't stop him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Still doing it. Just tell doing me it. my biggest thing is give me my first note, the name of the song. And right. Play yeah. Play it for him once, and yeah. you're good. Play me a chord. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. You know, it's a weird time of year, weird circumstances. You know. Oh, yeah. But we are here. No, I appreciate we it. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have fun around here. As long as we, you know, keep our clothes on, you know, <laughs> the, Dave. You know. I don't think he wears underwear anymore, so I don't, we don't have to worry about <laughs> the Anyway. <red> <laughs> <laughs> Commando. Yeah, exactly. 
John Peckman Podcast. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland. Come over the bridge, go through one set of lights. Look, start looking left. It is uh, two days before Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday. And uh, be safe, be careful. We will see you all again very soon, I hope. That is all. If you'd like to start your own podcast, give us a call at Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Our professionally designed podcast space is here for all your recording needs. Rent out our studio to do interviews with up to four people to record audiobooks, social media content, and all other recorded material. Our rentals include a private studio along with our professional-grade podcasting equipment, and we can customize your output to whatever your needs are. We also have green screen capabilities, which will expand to uh, video capability if you so wish. So check us out here at convalley.net forward slash podcast.